Dr. Mike here. Can't satisfy your sweet tooth? It might be causing you some problems. Stay tuned to learn why. You're listening to Live Foreverish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your hosts, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gossard. Thank you for joining us today, <laughs> Dr. Gossard. It's always a pleasure. Yes. So you were talking to me. Yeah. What? I have a sweet tooth. Oh, oh, yeah. I know you do. <laughs> I, I've seen it in action. <laughs> Don't really, tell them all the details. She, she really does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, this is, um, I think, I, I, I think okay. most people are familiar with the fact that we're eating way too much sugar now. I, I, think, I think most people are getting that. I think so, but I think they are not realizing how just how much sugar they're getting. Yeah, that's pretty. It's actually pretty bad, right? It's it's really bad. Well, before okay, before we go into that, okay, because so, I know somebody's thinking, well, why is sugar bad? Like, what? Why okay. can't I just eat sugar? Why? It's it's a natural it's so thing. Yummy. It's a carb. I mean, how can yeah. it not be? So t- tell us, what is wrong with sugar? Well, sugar is. Highly reactive, and you're correct. It's great for the body. It serves as uh, a source of energy. And I kind of think about uh, a car and gasoline. So sugar is very similar to gas. You go to the gas station, you're pumping your gas. When the tank is full, you stop pumping. Yes. You wouldn't continue to put gas in your car. No, that would get messy and and smelly and even dangerous. Right. And that's the same thing with sugar. It, you know, it's the fuel for our bodies, but when oh. our when our storage I tanks see, I see are full, going with this. Yeah. we should stop eating the sugar. But yeah. instead, we continue to put the sugar into our body. And just like gasoline, sugar can actually can be, you know, it can combust. Yeah, well, <laughs> it can become uh, very dangerous. Well, let, we'll we'll talk about what that means, yeah. right? The different reactions that can mm-hmm. happen and stuff like that. But I think I think you're saying it the right way that it's not. And again, it goes back to we've heard this millions of times. It's moderation, right? Right. I mean, it's and sugar in and of itself is necessary for life. Exactly. But we are in excess sugar land, right? I mean, we're getting it everywhere. I just know true story. Okay. A uh, local, I don't know, should I say, local convenience store. Okay. Very popular one. It's been around mm. for about 100 years or so. I don't know. Okay. Um, it has a 7 and 11 mm. in its name. So yes. I, I'll leave it at that. All right. But it, I, uh, the, the new large Slurpee. Oh, my gosh. Has it, Hannah, have you seen this? I haven't seen ha- it. I don't, <laughs> I don't even have, oh, I should have brought one. I don't even have... It's you. You have to hold it like this. You can't even hold it. With you have one to hand? hold it with two hands. It's literally a oh bucket of gosh. sugar sloshy ice. That's that's really the that's overflowing over doing the tank thing. Well, right? I think also you think about the hidden sugar in the foods that you're eating. Oh, that's big too. Yeah. Even you go, you buy whole wheat bread. You would never imagine that your bread has added sugar. Yeah. But I guarantee you, maybe the second ingredient is high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. So, so that's a good thing too. So there are there are other names. Yes. Right. So there's there's. It's not just the white stuff you pour in to make a cookie, a donut, or no. a Slurpee, or whatever. That's definitely a problem. But it's also the hidden. Stuff the hidden yeah. syrups exactly, um, and a lot of people think that just because their label says that it's natural, that oh, it's okay. So yeah. these natural sugars, it's, it's the, still sugar. It's still sugar. It's still sugar. At the end of the day, you know, it's still an excess, and and the body 
just doesn't really know. Well, the body well, knows what to do with it. We'll so, talk about. Yeah, well, let's happens. talk about that. Because so, like the the so to answer that question, why is it bad? Tell okay. So if I eat a bunch of sugar, okay, which we know is good for energy. Yes. But if I'm not exercising enough, if I'm sitting on the couch a lot, watching Robson shaking his head, watching TV, <laughs> drinking a beer. Yes. Tim, um, it's okay. Is that you. <laughs> um, and 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 if you're not burning all that sugar you're consuming sitting there, yeah. it does something. It turns yeah. into fat. Fat. Yeah. So excess sugar gets stored as fat, and you can see this even on labs. And then when we talk about excess sugar, we're also talking about simple carbs. Yeah. Let's let's make that clear as well. So these refined grains. Yeah. So again, not just the sugar you're getting in the the sugar jar, right? Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's the hidden syrups, high fructose corn syrup, which mm-hmm. has a bunch of different names now, yeah. by the way. <laughs> um it, and it, it's also in your breads, sauces. Oh, sauces are the worst Ketchup, offenders. Ketchup, barbecue sauces. Oh, well, you know That's you, where I get my sugar. I love every sauce. You should see the door of my fridge. It's filled. I mean, we can't even fit another and most, and, condiment and there's, in there. If you were able to take all the sugar out of those sauces and just put them in a, you would probably have a oh, lot. Oh, buckets, yeah. probably. So I saw, you know, Food Channel. I, you all know I, I watch Food Channel a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one of my favorite chefs made, uh, he's famous for his grilling, um, and he made his own barbecue sauce. And the amount of brown sugar that he put into this thing, it, was, it looked almost like a dessert. And that's just a barbecue sauce. Yeah. And that's why when you get back to moderation, I would have to say it's not that we're telling you to stay away from condiments, because I love condiments, but you have to use it in moderation. Okay, so how about how many people know what the actual serving of say a bar like barbecue sauce is? Like how much are you actually supposed to put on, let's say, a piece of chicken when you're barbecuing it? Teaspoon. It's like a <laughs> teaspoon. teaspoon. Or a Yet I watch that Food Channel, and they get one of those brushes out, and they're like, <laughs> I mean, they're <laughs> slathering like they're, it yeah. on. So it is way more than. So first, yeah. as you're getting that hidden sugar, and then we're using a lot of it. Exactly. We have we have a, a sugar a sugar. Product. Yeah. So then it gets stored as fat, but then there's another reaction that takes place with sugar. Mm-hmm. Sugar, when it gets into the body, it starts to bind with proteins in your body. Uh, proteins and some fats, but you know, we typically focus on proteins and this um, it's a reaction called glycation. Okay, review that again. So Yes, so it's sugar just kind of floating reacting, floating around, floating out around there in, in, your the, blood. in the bloodstream. And when there are proteins around, that sugar will bind to the protein. But proteins are really unique in the fact that they have these cool sh- conformational structures. Yeah. And the structure a, a, a of the specific protein, structure for most proteins, right? Exactly. Yeah. And that structure determines the function right. of the protein. And whenever the sugar binds to that protein, now it changes the structure and that protein can no longer F- do what it needs like it to should. do. It can no what, longer function. What was what was your analogy for that? Was it the Oh yes, I love this chair? analogy. So I think of, you know, your chair uh, and let's say a rolly chair at your desk with wheels. And the, the structure of that chair d- is designed for you to be able to kind of roll, mm-hmm. sit, and roll. 
Now imagine sugar comes along. If sugar binds to your chair, maybe you will lose the wheels. You know, <laughs> it no longer has the capacity to serve the function. Yeah, yeah. its function's altered. Yeah, now. so yeah. the function's altered. And so you think about everything in your body that's a protein. It's like they're all over the place. Receptors, uh, hormones, uh, insulin. part of your DNA, insulin. Insulin is the, a yeah. protein. Your antibodies, those are proteins. So yeah. when you think about all of the things that can potentially be damaged. Yeah, and that's this whole process, again, is called glycation. Glycation. And that's, that's really, I think, you know, most clinicians, like myself, that's, mm-hmm. we really believe that the reason, if, if you are diabetic or you have diabetes, we see in that population accelerated disease, right? Yeah. Like, like um, diabetics tend to get atherosclerosis earlier, nerve damage earlier yeah, in life. Yeah, because damage to the nerves, damage yep, to yeah. the, the that's um, glycation. blood vessels. Yeah. yeah, so that's glycation. What, what about just good old-fashioned oxidative stress? Oh, yeah. Well, the glycation leads to the oxidative stress yeah. and excess inflammation as well. Yeah, so, we, so, so at the end of the day, ex, excess sugar... Yeah. Again, not saying a little bit of sugar, is, but it's that yeah. excess amount. Um, we're getting it. It's not just on those sugary foods. Mm-hmm. It's hidden in sauces, yeah. that kind of stuff. And, um, yeah, it, it is dangerous. It is causing problems. And so we need to help all of us, all of us. All of us. All of us <laughs> to, to manage that sugar better and minimize that damage. Yes. That's kind of what we want to do, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so let's, let's talk about that. So, um, oh, wait, before, let me ask you something. You introduced me to a new test. What, what? Oh, yes. This test is called the Glycomark test. Okay. And it's testing a type of sugar, but it's not a sugar that's, you know, harmful for the body. It's a sugar that's, um, that's similar to glucose. It looks very similar to glucose in the body, and the body kind of keeps it at a constant state. Okay, so this this particular sugar mm-hmm. is kind of like it's like this, like a flat line, like yes. always there. Okay, yep. all right, okay. always there. Now, whenever since it looks so similar to sugar, but let's take a step back. Excess sugar, one way that the body deals with it, we store it as fat. Another way, the kidneys try to get rid of it. Okay. So, sure. you know, sometimes yeah. you'll see diabetics, they have excess sugar in the, yeah, in yeah, in the urine. Right, okay. So let's think about that. So now you have this sugar analog or this glucose analog, and whenever you have excess sugar in the bloodstream, that constant state of that uh, glucose analog mm-hmm starts to go down. You actually start okay. eliminating some of that. Because you, you've added exogenous sugar, exactly. and so now the body is taking this one it maintains says, okay, we got to get rid of some. Yes. So that level drops. Exactly. Okay. And so that's a way, um, whenever we hmm, measure that, we can tell whether or not you're having, we call it sugar excursions. <laughs> meaning, <laughs> meaning... Sugar's going out for a ride yeah, we're not car. talking about someone who's diabetic we're, or even pre-diabetic. We're talking about the Good person point. that after they eat, they're having these glucose spikes. Yeah. Those sugary are the excursions. Pastas and stuff like that. Exactly. Even a dough, whatever it is, you, yeah. you spike your sugar levels. You're spiking right? your sugar levels. So this is a way to see how often are you spiking. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's a cool test. So that's called glycomark, Glycomark. Right? Okay. So that's an interesting test. So what are we going to do? Obviously, I mean, you're a, a, a doctor of clinical nutrition. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about dietary changes that need to be made if we're worried about it. And, and, I, and I, you hit on something that I think it's important. This, this podcast is, is not, even though we're talking about sugar, it's mm-hmm. not just for the diabetic or pre-diabetic. We yeah. all 
or getting too much sugar. This is this is for everyone, diabetic yeah. or not. Yes. Um, and so these suggestions that we're going to go through um, it can be helpful for everyone, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, and one study that looked at uh, 2,000 men over a 22-year period, if their glucose was over 85, they had a 40% increased risk of death from Which cardiovascular is, so disease. So okay. now that just drives the point that this is not just about that's scary, being diabetic. That's scary, right? Okay, because... Put that number into context oh. for people. A eighty, okay, eighty-five yeah. would be most doctors would be like, awesome. Right? Yeah. I don't need to see you uh, for another year. Yeah, I mean, I I got to tell you, most doctors at ninety-five are telling people that that's awesome. At you know what, they don't start to really think that there's a problem until you're right at about a hundred, yeah. and then they say, oh, you let's know, follow it a little exercise bit, exercise a little bit, we'll keep an eye on things, and you're not diabetic until 126. Yeah. So so 85. So what was the so the, so if if you were over 85 yes. there was a 40 percent yeah. increased risk from cardiovascular I, disease. I promise you that's 90% of the people maybe 95% yeah. percent of the people right now watching this or listening to this podcast. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Woo. So what do we do? Fiber is yeah. one of my favorites. I love fiber. I don't think that anyone's getting the amounts of fiber that they really should. Let me tell you how much I get. You, you tell me if you think this is okay. good. Okay, all right. I do see. keep track. I do. Okay. I do watch my fiber intake. You ready? Okay. I and it's it's an average, right? I mean, okay. some days a little bit more, some days a little bit less, right. but I average probably around thirty-five grams. Oh wow, that's unheard of. That's pretty good, right? That's great. Thirty-five, forty grams. Yeah, you're a I'm pretty superstar. good. Yeah. yeah. Robson, you're probably about two. <laughs> Most people are probably around 10 or 12. Um, ideally, around 28 yeah. grams, you know, 22 for women, 28 for men. Um, but I really like those higher numbers. Yes, yeah, 35 I, is great. So, uh, some suggestions for doing it. I mean, I obviously more, more leafy greens, all that kind yeah, of stuff. That yeah. that that helps. I don't eat a lot of bread. Um, what I what I really like the most are are tortillas. Oh, that's like my yeah, favorite thing. Yeah, you can find the high fiber, and that's ones. what I do. I do the high fiber, low glycemic ones. I've and, seen and these, those. And there's different brands, right? But they some of them as much as 12 grams of fiber in oh, yes. one. In yes. one. And you eat two of those right there. You're at 22 grams. Yep. That's Wait, a great... 12 plus 12 is 24. 24. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. That's a great strategy. So really just looking at your labels. Yeah. Seeing how much fibers and in, in the foods that you're you're eating. You know, staying away from the white rice, white pasta, and that, white That whole bread, white that, idea. Exactly. Yeah. And make sure it's whole grain, not whole wheat. Not whole wheat. Yeah. yeah. And then you'll get more fiber that way. Also, just your portions. Portion control. Yeah. You know, if <laughs> that's a tough one for us, that's a, that's a really tough one, but that helps to, you know, make sure you're not over consuming. Yeah, we so, so Crystal and I were both dieting a little bit back and forth there, right? <laughs> Trying to lose yeah. some weight, and uh, it's funny because I I w wanted to eat less at lunch, remember? And so oh, I, yes. I figured I had I make that's that tortilla. I have it's a, a sad looking sandwich, it's a sad looking <laughs> sandwich, it's it's that tortilla, Robson, it's a it's a vegetable-based um, hamburger, whatever, yeah, like yeah. the, the like veggie, veggie burgers. Burger. Yeah, I like cheese. I'm not gonna start eating cheese. I love cheese. Piece of cheese. <laughs> now, and and I and I was trying to keep my lunch calories less than 250. That That's sandwich, tough. that sandwich alone was right. Just That's what tough. I just said. Just a tortilla, one little veggie thing, and a piece of cheese is about 250 calories. Yeah. See, people are, people look at that and they're like. 
What? They would think that that's like maybe like 50. Yeah. No, we are e- way overeating. And then when you look at my example where, remember, I think you stopped by my desk and I was having a meltdown because <laughs> I ate a salad. And I'm not going to say the brand, but it was one of the bag salads and they give you all the fixings. And when I looked at the calories and I was count, you know, started putting my calories in and tracking them. I could not believe the calories and I could not believe the sugar. And then it hit me. The the salad salad dressing. dressing. The salad dressing. The salad dressing. Well, and you had also some nuts on it and you also had some dried Dried fruits, all that was adding. So, so more fiber in the diet. Watch, watch how much you're eating. Don't go to that convenience store and order a large. Just just don't don't do do it. Yeah, that's just just not a good idea. I mean, come on. That's, that's just crazy. Real quickly on supplements though. Um, you know, we don't have a lot of, so when you look at, you know, helping glucose to be, Mm -hmm. to behave better, um, Mm -hmm. prevent, you know, protecting against glycation, oxidative, give us like your three best supplement. So a couple of things, maki and clove. Those are really great with just kind of slowing the absorption of the sugar into bloodstream. So you're getting less of those spikes. And that's something you would would take 30 minutes before a meal? Yes, about 30 minutes before your meals. So that is great. Um, Carb blockers are also really nice. Yeah. Um, and like, like that's like a, a white kidney bean. Is that a carb block? That's yeah. one of the yeah. the more famous ones. Is blocking an enzyme that kind of breaks down some of those. And, it, and it's not it's not blocking it to the point where you're not. It's slowing right. the process it's just slowing down. down. So you're you're yeah. you're managing how fast that sugar is getting in your system. Mm-hmm. And if you slow down that process, your body handles the sugar exactly. better. Exactly, yeah. it can use the sugar oh, as it's good. going into the body. And chromium. Yeah, of course. It's one of my favorites. Uh, glycation. How do we, what's your? My top one for glycation is carnosine. Carnosine. Carnosine, it acts as. Small protein. Yeah, small protein. And instead really, really of the sugar. It? Yeah, it's um, alanine and histidine. Yeah, so di- little, two little amino acids. But instead of your sugar binding to your beneficial proteins, carnosine kind of acts as a martyr. And, and it like gets in the way. It sacrifices itself. Exactly. So, the, so the glycation reaction happens on the carnosine you just took. Exactly. Not on your critical, important yeah. body protein. And then oxidative stress. What is your favorite? This My is it. This is your favorite, favorite antioxidant ever. Go. What is Blueberry. it? Blueberry. <laughs> you too. <laughs> I change it every time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love blueberries. I'd have to go pomegranate. You know me. I eat blueberries every day. Pomegranate. So, so <laughs> help your body manage sugar better. Yes. Um, reduce that glyc- oh, um, carnosine you mentioned, yeah. reduce the glycation, and then just good antioxidants. Yeah. Dr. Gossard, great show. Yes, thank you. Thanks for coming on. By the way, please visit liveforeverish.com for a special offer, and you can listen to more podcasts. That's liveforeverish.com. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a show. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening.